Friday, December 2nd, rounding out. Well, I don't know if this is the first week of December or not, but we're talking about the FTC won't <laughs> let Ford be Tesla's adjustment in price and kids don't want cash anymore. Everywhere I go, the people uh, really want to know who I is and I like that. I can't wait till we talk about that. <laughs> I'm so ready. No need to repeat. Yo, today, today is all things use cars talking about aged inventory. So if you're watching the live stream right now or you're listening and have the Clubhouse app and didn't get to listen to it, I would pay attention because everyone that I know that's a car dealer that has used car inventory is going, oh boy, we got age inventory. So it's, I think it's going to be a riveting discussion. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I do too. I mean, it kind of pivots off the discussion we had a couple weeks ago when Dale Pollock was on talking about market pricing. Um, so if you don't know how to get to Clubhouse, you can download it on the App Store, Google Play. It's called the Club Clubhouse app or just... Yeah, Clubhouse. Clubhouse. It'll be the first one. And then just search all things used cars. It'll pop up, tap on the button, come into the room, and it's going to be a lively discussion. Um, Yeah, that's coming up at 9 a.m. Eastern time today, Friday, December 2nd. Or if you're listening to this later on, you can listen to the replay by doing kind of the same exact thing. So um, you're not out if you can't be there live. It'll be archived and ready for you to listen to. We'll try to maybe grab a couple clips, maybe even launch a special Saturday episode of the podcast again with a couple of those nuggets. A couple things. You're in extravaganzas coming in hot. We're starting to get the guest confirmations and the tech confirmations and Mm. and the sucker is going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a ton of fun. It's going to be a two-hour live stream on December 20th, Tuesday. So even if you can't be there in our, yes, I'm going to say it, live studio audience, which we will have, um, and you maybe can be in the live studio audience, you've got to go to uh, the site, go to asoda.com, scroll down, follow the event on LinkedIn, and just hit us up. We'll see what happens. Uh, But two-hour live stream on LinkedIn, December 20th, Tuesday. We're going to do a year in review, looking ahead, have a lot of fun, live band. Michael Cirillo will be on the mic, Man on the street. Yeah, little mic man. We're going to do some live appraisals in Nashville. It's going to be pretty Uh, (laughs) be fun. Yeah, Yeah. we're going to make it fun, because why shouldn't it be? Because it's the car business, and the car business should be fun. Uh, Speaking of not having fun. Segway. It's an opposite segue. Opposite segue. I'm not even going to finish playing it. U.S. Senator from Connecticut, Richard Blumenthal, shared his plan to petition the FTC to launch an investigation into Ford's new EV certification program under suspicion that it is violating U.S. franchise laws. Um, You mean a senator feels like that? Let's go. We've moved up. (laughs) We've moved up past the state legislators. They were there, too. Um But we're talking to U.S. Senator now. In a press conference, he and other Connecticut legislators, along with the Connecticut Automotive Retailers Association. I want. Can you hit a record scratch for me there? Hit a record scratch because we need it. I said the Connecticut Automotive Retailers Retailers. Association. They're talking about car dealers. They rebranded. When did this happen? That's amazing. When did that happen? I love it. I know. I I saw that. I was like, oh, good good on you, Connecticut. They listened to Tom Dahl. They did. (laughs) They asked uh, for the Ford to once again delay their December 2nd deadline, which happens to be today, for opting out of the program. Uh, The Retail Association co-chair Jeff Iosa told Automotive News, dealers look at their sales and service agreements with the manufacturer as a partnership to represent all the brand's products as long as they're in good standing. And to unilaterally change that agreement for a program is patently unfair. The senator, Senator mm. Blumenthal, called it egregious treatment, um, and it said it's an issue of profound public interest. And he's convinced there's a case that needs to be investigated. Ford did respond and said there'd be no extension. They gave him one extension already. There's like that's I it. We're done. Fair. We'll see what happens today, I guess. And they said the voluntary program empowers our dealers. 
on when and how to enroll. And we understand that some dealers in operating in markets with low EV penetration uh, may choose not to enroll, but they'll have another chance in 2025. So it's really heating up. Today's the deadline and let the games begin. <laughs> I, I, I don't have much commentary on this, except for the fact that I still don't think this is completely unprecedented. We've seen this with particular models. models. Now, this is gonna be a little bit more widespread, more models coming in the EV landscape in the next two years. Um, but hey, look, I, you know. So you've seen it with like, models before, like give some yeah. examples. Like obviously we've seen it like, you know, sub brands like Scion, right? Toyota launched yes. Scion. If you want to yep. sell Scion, you have to have a piece of your showroom dedicated, some training, some yes. equipment. Um, exactly. What else yeah. comes to or mind? Or like the Nissan GTR, you, uh, you know, the Subaru WRX, I believe is at, at, was at one point, one of those. Um, I, I could be stand to be corrected on that one. Um, but yeah, so like, especially in the performance model. And so if you think of like an early adopter type thing, I mean, even, even, you know, some, even just in like early availability of models was based on an, a dealer's ability to, to, to deliver yeah. on it. Right. I know it'll be it's, interesting. I mean, this is obviously a powertrain and a platform and not, a it's, model. it's a whole platform. It's a, it's a lot more models, most likely even in the next two years for Ford. Um, and it's a large investment now. I honestly, and maybe I just only know, uh, you know, urban dealers or suburban dealers, pretty much everybody that I've talked to is like, yeah, we're in we're for it. this. I mean, it's it really like in the grand scheme of things, when you look at the overall capacity for growth with the EV landscape, it's what $900,000, which this day and I know age, after coming out of a record profit season, right? We know right. the cash is there. I don't think it's a cash issue. I mean, everyone's saying, well, that's really expensive. But like, I think your, your point is right. It's yeah. not that much cash for cash rich dealers in this day and age, but going into yep. uncertainty and it is, you know, no one wants to say yes on a principle that, you know, once you, once you crack that door open, right. The water starts coming the, over. The problem right? is, is I, I think the bigger problem is what's on the other side. Right. I think that's the question is yeah. this is a little bit too broad, a little bit too wide of a door crack. What's on the other side is the question. And so yeah. I appreciate that there's some pushback here. Definitely some pushback here. I really want to segue to go into this, but we don't have one. So I'm just going to go. Stop. We're just going to hit stop. Um, all right. Let's talk about semantics for a second. So don't nah, like don't, semantics. Words are important. Don't we'll call, call it a important. discount. <laughs> air quotes. Don't call it an air quotes credit either don't call it a discount but tesla is giving a rare 3750 dollars credit but they're calling it it's just a price adjustment kyle just it's a just adjustment. an adjustment to u.s consumers who will Man. take delivery this month so of a model 3 or a model y before the year ends tesla saying we will give we will make a 3750 dollars price adjustment it appears to be um, really in response. It appears that number's half of the upcoming $7,500 EV credit that will come into play next year. And basically people are delaying delivery of their vehicles because this credit is coming next year, um, which makes all the sense in the world. And Tesla's saying like, no, you have to take delivery. It. We've had this inventory. You've known it's coming. You have to take delivery. And they're saying, fine, then we will cancel the order. So Tesla's just obviously trying to move and adjust and say, okay, how about if we adjust the price to half of this to so you can take delivery now? I mean, the worst thing right now when there's a stack of people that want to buy is having inventory sit at the end of Q4. And so you're telling me <laughs> I still want to get you that, that they shirt. got inventory, <laughs> sales goals, and rebates. 
Ah, uh, it's a price. Yeah. It's just a price adjustment. <laughs> it's just a price. It's just a price Kyle. adjustment. It's Let's just, not go there. It's just. It's Let's so, not call it a rebate. It's so harsh when you say That's, it that way. So <laughs> it's so harsh that way. But I so mean, intensely auto when you call it a rebate. It right? really is, and before you know it, they're going to have service centers. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my. The, the gall. You mean they might have parts delivery people? Physical oh. locations where you can walk in and drop your car off and have it serviced. You know what'll be cool? I didn't they think about this. So. They need like the deploy button. Once the autopilot gets in, we're like, oh, just like hit the little button and you pre schedule your car to just leave your house and go to the Tesla place for service. That would be It nuts. shows up. That's going to happen. Why wouldn't that happen? Without a doubt. Why yeah. wouldn't that That would be awesome. Just random cars just showing up at the store and like knowing where to file in line, knowing which bay to drive into. That's going to, that's like the, that's future world right there. Um, that's it. That but you know, as we, we talked about like two or three days ago this week, you know, Tesla's per vehicle profit is $9,500. Their next closest EV competitor is Toyota at $1,300. So Tesla has a little bit of room to make a price adjustment um, just to get through the next, you know, <laughs> next 29 days. I feel like Dr. Evil. I feel like this, this whole section, of, we should just call this the air quotes section. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And next segment is air quotes. We should, we should have a segment called air quotes <laughs> we should i mean our kids do it why can't we do it speaking of the kids segue time this one's fun this one's kind of silly yeah it is it is at least in my world well, it is. <laughs> it's real it's i'll tell you what in my world i just live i live this story right because oh, in the man. story they talk about a 12 year old and a 10 year old sister i have a 13 year old and 11 year old so it just went through this so while adults right. including brian kramer Find a struggle to find good use for the metaverse these days. Kids are socializing and spending money there, um, and they happen to be now turning their nose up at cash. Remember when you'd be like, "Hey, you do some chores, and here's a here's a crisp new five dollar bill." My day was yep. like a one dollar bill, like when I was a kid. Right? <laughs> me too. They, they don't want the cash me? anymore. You know what they want? No. They want virtual currency. So they can spend in metaverse-like games like Roblox, um, you know. So this is a great Wall Street Journal article and, and this uh, parent, Mr. Robledo, 46 years old. I'm 43. I can relate. He says, they were handing it right back to me, the cash, saying, can you convert this to Robux? <laughs> the, way th the way this works in my house is my, is my, my Elise. She'll, she's my 10-year-old. Or she 11? She's oh, 11. boy. Yeah, she's, she's, she's 10. She's actually, she's 11, yeah. <laughs> she walks up to me. I'm like sitting watching TV or talking to my wife. And she just walks up holding her phone. And she'll just hold right. it up to me. <laughs> and it, it needs me to confirm, right? Like put in a little passcode to confirm Apple pay pay, like the right. five bucks yeah. or whatever. So, um, you know, so here's the deal. Like this story talks about you know, a 12-year-old daughter, Kaylee, and his 10-year-old, her 10-year-old sister. They bought, <laughs> get this, a Gucci bag, a Louis Vuitton bag and a Gucci jacket. I was wondering how my kids knew about bucks. Gucci. From bucks total. I'm like, why do my kids, like, they see Gucci, like, at a store. It's like, oh, someone's got a Gucci bag or a Louis Vuitton. I'm like, how do you know this? It's because they know. Cause it's because they've. Because of Roblox, they've, dude. Because of Roblox. It's unbelievable. It's wild. But, like, you think of, okay, think about that from a brand play. Oh, right. Okay. What are they doing when they're 18, 20, 22? They've got their first job. What are they saving up for? IRL in real Done. life. In real life. No, it's just true. Just like that. If I got one of my kids something that said Gucci on it or Louis Vuitton, they would be excited and it would make me feel like really disgusting and weird. Right? Like, <laughs> why do my kids know what a Louis Vuitton bag is? How does this even happen? I've done a lot. So developers, 
quickly realized that if they were going to monetize a young audience, which is always questionable, right? If you're going to monetize a young audience, right? It's different than like, you know, you're really just monetizing their parents, putting ads up for like super sugary cereal and be like, it's health food. Right. Um, right. But yeah. So how are you going to do this? They, they realized, like you said, they have to monetize for the parents. So what can we do to solve some parental needs? They should like build in like an allowance function, like $5 a week goes into this like that's what they should do but a lot of brands like you said are jumping onto the bandwagon so like usually when a brand would want to like just get an advertising in front of a kid somehow you know youtube pre-roll or just on a good old-fashioned commercial or movie pre-roll brands are jumping in and actually developing games for roblox so chipotle jumped in and they built a game where kids can build burritos and they love doing this stuff i watch my kids do it with all kinds of stuff where should we go to lunch, kids? Chipotle! No doubt. And you watch the people build the burrito, and you're like, oh, I know how to do that. It's actually workforce yeah. training, maybe. Uh, there's also What Walmart. kind of car should we get? A Hummer! That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Kyle, you just got right to the punchline. I don't know just why right we don't see any automakers in this space right now. Or even, look, some of the larger local dealerships, you have the resources to develop a game that can be in Roblox and can be targeted like, it's really, really pretty insane, actually, the fact yep. that you can do it. I think Nathaniel Grecklick needs to be a character in Roblox, by the way. Uh, also, oh, we talked about Walmart Land a few weeks ago, right? And Walmart Land is this big kind of fantasy world where a blimp flies around and it drops, yep. like, free stuff. Free and stuff all over. Kids yeah. can collect and earn stuff. Uh, there's Nike Land, where you can, like, play games like basketball and shoot hoops and you earn the ability to buy swag. So, um, you know, last little point from this article is Driveway like, Land. Quick lane land. That's, you know. Just calling it like I see it. Yeah. There's no way driveway should not be in this fight right now. It should be all up in there. All up in there. Mike Cavanaugh, if you're listening right now, get the developers together. Get them together. Scrounge together a game and drop cards from Scott. A little more than scrounge it. Scrounge it together. (laughs) (laughs) Like get scrounge a game together. Cars dropping out of the sky with like, you know, lifted Jeeps. (laughs) Oh, that'd be amazing. How amazing fun would that be? Well, you're coming soon. Sounds great. In twenty in twenty twenty three, brands are going to be able to buy billboards in game. So in game billboards. Um, also, uh, buy this is cool. You can buy a portal from other games into your world. So all of a sudden, oh. like I'm playing, I'm playing this little whatever game I want to play, and then all of a sudden, like there's a portal and it looks really cool. And you're like, come to Nike Land and do this little bonus thing. And you can go on the portal and it just transport you right into the game so the beauty of the metaverse oh, paul paul <laughs> is it gonna sell me cars in december in, in one day it will say the roi is a one december it will sell you cars <laughs> come on <laughs> let's sell me one december maybe not one this like first december that's hilarious dude that's hilarious but i mean i think it's indicative man times are changing um you know look at just what we talk about today Right, we're talking about franchise laws we're talking about evs talking about tesla talking about roblox um Keep your head up. Keep your head Imagine up. Imagine that in 2019. But hey, look, I think car dealers are savvy enough to handle it all day and jump in where, where it makes sense, control and work on the basics and dial it in. So, yeah, I'm so, excited. There you go. That's not reason to be excited to head into a Friday. The fortunate thing is that we all live in the real world every day, day in, day out. We get to interact with people. So go interact with some people and nothing feels better than a thank you. Thank you.